Hello everyone and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about Black Beauty uh, with Nova. Hello. Hello. Uh, we're doing something a little different today because the chapters are so short-ish that if yeah. I keep saying which chapter we're on, um, it's going to take up majority of this episode. <laughs> so, therefore we're just going to go through everything in chronological order. I have read chapters 1 through 24. If you want to follow along and not get spoiled, that's where you should read through. And then next week... We will finish up all of the chapters and then probably talk about the movie. Because you said the 2020 movie's trash, right? That one's garbage? So trash. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Disney was like, oh, Black Beauty? That's a popular story. Let's throw every single horse movie into this movie and call it Black Beauty. And it's like... <sighs> so my guess, I'm going to just start off with a guess. He becomes a racehorse. Because I feel like every single movie, they become a racehorse. Or, or, he's an abused rescue horse, which she has to teach love again. Those are my two options. Oh, God! And it's not a he, it's a she. So it becomes majorly, like, Flicka. What's Flicka? You've never seen Flicka? No. It's a full black Mustang. That this girl comes home from school and she's like, oh my god, look at this Mustang. She's so pretty. And they're like, oh my god, Mustangs, we need to get them off the range. They'll like hurt our quarter horses. And so she brings it in and tries to tame it. Okay. I don't, the only horse movie I've really seen is Spirit. (laughs) There's little things in that that I was like, oh my god, that's Spirit. Oh, God. Oh, and um, what's that one called? The one that looks like a zebra? Racing Stripes? Yeah! <laughs> that one. <laughs> Where the zebra wants to be a racehorse. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, my Those God. Are, that's my previous horse movie experience. I have so watched a I lot. Have. I will provide you with all of the... This is this. This is this. <laughs> so. Horse girl tropes. Yep. Excellent. I love that. Okay. Let's get into this story. So immediately, I did not know this was the point of view of a horse. Um, <laughs> I probably should have guessed that based on the title alone. But nevertheless... I thought this was going to be about a girl and a horse or something, just from the cover. Yeah, it's it was one of a kind when it came out because, like, no one had done the point of view of an animal before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was very, like, wait, what? Uh, We're we're the horse? I kind of love it. Not going to lie. Right? Uh, I do think it gives you another, like, empathetic viewpoint that... Mm-hmm. probably most people didn't have um obviously from how much this book changed things yeah this book was major in uh the movement for animal cruelty laws and stuff because it really gave people the look of oh this is still an animal it has feelings and yeah. such and so it was like oh Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
honestly, so we get introduced to Black Beauty. Um, Black Beauty is like the super well-bred horse. He is never been mistreated. He's always been like well taken care of, aka a little bit of a spoiled horse. He deserves it. All horses deserve it. <laughs> I am uh, a proponent of spoiled animals, except okay, except when they're so spoiled they like do things out of spite. And I know yeah. you know who I'm talking about, but I will not say it on this podcast because <laughs> I and I like. I think animals should be well treated and well taken care of and always only know compassionate people. But there's yeah, a difference they should between be, that. There's a difference between spoiled and spoiled brat. Yes. Yes. My cat can so. get whatever she wants. She runs this world. She's a very well behaved cat, but she also doesn't pee on my belongings because she thinks she can. So Yeah. Harley, we get him all kinds of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. he just before this recording got a pumpkin donut because he loves them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, he is trained and we keep him to those. Moon is getting better with her uh, paw trick. She doesn't know to give it, but she does know to raise it. And honestly, I love it. It's fine. It's cute. (laughs) Amazing. I think I'm asking a lot of her, but she's figured it out. So but she will only do it. Well, she did it the other night, but she usually only does it if she has treats in sight. So mm-hmm. it's fine. It, I'll allow it, you know. Um, so then we do see a hunting scene with the horses. So the horses are hunting. Well, horses and their riders are hunting this hare. And uh, one of the guys makes a horse jump over like a fence and the horse lands wrong. Horse breaks its neck. They have to kill the horse and the rider dies. Mm -hmm. And this is like one of those things I've just never understood. Maybe it's just because I am not big into hunting at all. Um, But I've never really understood this need to chase doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I feel like it's apt for injury. I don't know why you would do it. I mean, even as someone who hunts, this has always been like, you guys are just like yeeting your animals into who knows where. Yeah. You have no idea what's on the other side of things, which is a big no-no. Mm-hmm. And you're just like hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. And it's like the amount of people that did that in this scene and luckily only like a couple went down, and one horse and one guy died. Oh, two horses died. I wrote it down. I forgot okay. who the other horse was, though. Um, It's like... They got out pretty well. Yeah. The fact that they just, like, yeeted this fence. I think it was, like, down a hill or something, which is horrible anyway. Yeah. So, like, amazing enough that only that many were affected, but still, like... Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't know why you would do that. Pop, pop. I just... No. I also, one, don't like risky things that much. And two, don't like wasting, not only like mistreating animals, but also wasting money. Like, not only is this mm-hmm. kid going to get seriously injured... 
but like horses are expensive. Yeah. And for them to like have to put down the horses like because of this. Like and then the kid dying. That's like that's a lot of loss in one go. Yeah. It's all like for someone, a hair. You know, and I know I think that's actually them. a quote there, like, all for a little hair. Yeah. I know most people like say at the time they look at their horse like a car for us and it's like Mm -hmm. oh if your car breaks you're like whatever but like here's my thing I would not it's like asking me to go out and play bumper cars with my car yeah no I'm not gonna do that that sounds like a terrible idea why would I do that yeah exactly same vibe (laughs) I don't get it that that comment though like about using the car just wait yeah. Just wait until like the later half of this book. Oh my god. Yeah. I just I've heard people compare it, but I'm like, still like that's an intelligent creature, but you Yeah. Need, you need to compare that that way. A car well, also has no feelings, no thoughts. It is just yeah. a hunk of metal. Yeah. A horse is a living, breathing thing. Literally. <laughs> it has its own thoughts and feelings. Yeah. I've never really understood that like where people try and distill things down based on how we treat things now, you know, where they're like, oh, like that's just one example. But I feel like that happens a lot with mm-hmm. people in the past where they're like, oh, it's fine because it's like how we do this. I'm like, is it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that, to be honest with you. I don't think it's that way, but okay. It's like it explains it, but it's like, it doesn't mean it's fine. Yeah. Like, yes, exactly. horses were the main form of transportation, but that doesn't mean you get to treat them like garbage. Literally. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, if you treat things well, not only do they last and live long, healthy lives, but also they will give you a lot less shit for it, so. Yeah, I think there's a couple chapters in this section we're going over where Something happens and Beauty, like, knows what's mm-hmm. happening. And because he's with such good people, he's, like, gives his all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because he's like, oh, oh, crap. Let's go. Let's do this. I gotta help. I gotta do what I can. And it's yeah. like, you know, you give everything to your animal, they're gonna give you everything right back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, having pets for so long... Your pets know when things are up. Yeah. And they will react differently because of that. Like, yeah, exactly. And if you've ever had a pet, you know that too. But it's like, your pet has to be so in tuned with you for that to be the case. Mm-hmm. And like, that's built over like years of being homies. <laughs> yeah, it's built it on trust. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. But, Yeah. Um, so we get to learn a little bit about breaking in, quote unquote, which I did not like that term at all. (laughs) Yeah, that is not a fun term. Yeah. Um, oh God, what do they use now? A lot of people don't use breaking a horse. Yeah. I can't think of what people use now. It's more softer. Yeah. But I can't think of what it is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i didn't like that i'll start there um mm-hmm. but like 
seeing Beauty trying so hard to being a to be a good horse and like being put through all these scenarios. So like one, the first thing they do is um they like put him out into a field so he can get used to train sounds. But like he has all this place to run, it's fine. They also put like I, I guess it's called like a bridle in his mouth. Is that what it's called? Oh, the bit in his mouth? Yeah. The bit, yeah. What's a bridle? Isn't that something? Is that not something? The know. bridle is what goes on their head. The bit oh. is the piece that goes in their mouth. Yeah. So the you bridle like is that. what you use, like, when you okay. ride. Yeah. It Like, the reins are attached to it, and... So, yeah, the bit goes into their mouth. Mm. Yeah. No. I wouldn't be <laughs> happy. He was not happy about it. Not a fan. But... Yeah, so they're trying to, like, get him used to all this stuff. They seem to do a decent job about it, I guess. Nothing, like, too strenuous. Yeah, his, um, I think his name is Farmer Gray, the guy who raises him, is very good at taking it slow Mm -hmm. and, you know, letting him get used to things before pushing him onto others. Whereas some people will literally just, like, here's your saddle, here's your bridle, like, come on, let's go. We're doing it now, and we're gonna just, like ride you until you drop to get used to this and it's like no awful let them learn it is scary yeah it is new let them take their time and they'll do a lot better i keep which that's what farmer gray was excellent with yeah i've like multiple times gotten thrown on horse tiktok which is fun so sometimes i get like horse drama so, like, one of the times it was, like, talking about how, um, like, horse kids keep showing up and claiming the horse is theirs because they ride it all the time when, like, this person, like, owns the horse and is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I just, sometimes I like watching horse t- drama. Like, I like watching all drama because I know nothing and I'm not involved in any way, but it's fun to experience. The... Sad thing about the horse community, especially on TikTok, is it is very drama-filled and kind of toxic. Yeah. And it's, there's a lot of people who are like, "Mm, we're not doing that shit here on our page. And, like, everyone is welcome. Because you'll get people who are like, if you can't afford the fancy clothes, you don't deserve to ride. And it's like, bro, hi, I am paying for a horse. Yeah. I'm not affording the expensive clothes, like, or, like, if you don't own your own horse, you're not a real horse person, and it's, like, no, (laughs) it is sadly one of, like, the best and worst communities at the same time. Yeah. So. Well, you have to think it's probably full of a lot of, like, spoiled rich kids, because uh, horses are frickin' expensive, Oh, yeah. You do get the uh, A-lister kind of group that is like, oh, my daddy just bought me a million dollar horse to go jumping with. I'm going to win. Oh, your $200 one from auction? Well, that one's crappy. And it's like, (sighs) they're both horses. Yeah. The $200 one, you give it love and treat it well, it's going to do a lot more than that million dollar one that's just sitting in the box because you don't want anything to do with it besides ride it. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I know. I can't imagine having a horse. Like, I also have no interest really in a horse, but like just being near a horse, they are so freaking huge. They are. They are like big dogs, though. Yeah. Like, they have very similar, like, obviously their own animal, but like, that's how I'd explain it to people who don't really know horses is mm-hmm. they're a lot like dogs. Just very yeah. big puppy dogs. Mm-hmm. They're very... You have a good bond with them, and they're content with following you around, whatever you're doing. They want to be right a part of it. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Can I see that? What are you doing? So... Move. If you I wasn't allergic, I would love horses. You're also allergic to horses? Oh my god! <laughs> The good thing is, is that horses, obviously, you know, you have a barn for, so, like, if I did get them, like, they have their own place, so, like, I have that separation of, if I go in my own house, like, it wouldn't be, like, a cat, where the cat lives in the house. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, uh, my life sucks, it's fine. (laughs) You're gonna have to get, like, those allergy shots. Right? They're talking about um, Daniel's niece getting them because she's obsessed with Moon. And mm-hmm. she's very allergic, even to Moon. Yeah. Um, so, like, she breaks out really bad with it all the time. So, we're like, what, you, what do you want to do? And Miss Oz like, she's going to get allergy shots. We can't do this anymore. She goes, Moon's an important member of this family. Aww. <laughs> yeah, Which I would, adorable. I just, I love horses. They're so good. They're so, so good. I know. I just... I, I've never really been around one long enough to be like, hey, sup, dude? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways. This book. Um, <laughs> so, we find out that his new horse neighbor is a horse named Mary Legs. Let me just say, I love the names people give horses. Uh, they're almost as weird as pe- the names people give cats. Uh, but like the opposite. Whereas cats, they always give them a weirdly human name. Um, horses, I feel like people just confine two verbs and make it into a name. And I love it. Every time. I'm going to have to show send you mm-hmm. thoroughbred names or just show horse names. Yeah. Because most horses, like, if you have them showing or, like, a racehorse, they have their, like, name that you see at competitions and stuff, but then they have, like, a a bar name. So um, one of the most famous, his name is Secretariat. That was his show name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone just called him Red or Big Red. That was, like, what people called oh. him, but... The Secretariat is his official name. I feel like I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. It's a big... Yeah, it is a movie. Oh, okay. Um, he is, like, huge horse athlete, like, amazing horse. Did amazing things. I mean, I, I say that and I immediately think, like, oh, like, this horse cured cancer. And I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Not yep. what I mean by amazing things. Um, but for quite a few races in horse racing, he still holds the records. Wow. Um, and it's been decades since he's been gone, I think. Jeez. 
Yeah. So he um he was a powerhouse. Good boy. So oh yeah. I think he won like athlete of the year or something over like people <laughs> one year. So Love yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, heck yes. <laughs> you go, buddy. We are also at this point introduced to Ginger. Ginger was a mistreated horse. I feel bad for our girl Ginger. Like, holy crap, she can't catch a break. Um, we do get like this whole adorable life with um, the Manly family, which last name, top tier. Love that. That was funny. Um, the wife was actually the one who decided to name Black Beauty. Because um, yeah. they're like, wow, this horse is so pretty. And also look at the color. There we go. Black Beauty. Yeah. And then you learn they wanted to name him after uh, the horse that was killed in the hunting accident. because yeah. And they end up being brothers. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> that's a little awkward. Yeah. But I mean, like, okay. Yeah, because the, the guy that died was actually um, Beauty's new owner's son. Yeah. And it's like, wow, we've just come full circle. It's fun. <laughs> I know. It's surprising that he was involved in this hunting accident when this family takes such good care of their horses. Yeah, and I think it states that, like, them and Farmer Gray, where Beauty came from, yeah. are, like, avid in, uh, like, horse rights in their area. Yeah. And are, like, constantly, like, uh, the Bearing Rain, I think, was one that they were like, no, you can't use that. Don't use that. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And I'm like, bless. <laughs> Beauty has just been yeah. blessed with good homes. <laughs> Literally. And then, like, we hear, hear about Ginger, who's just been, like, through it, which we'll get to in a second, but, like, oh my god. And then, um, the only thing, though, that Black Beauty doesn't really like is he doesn't have as much freedom as he had previously. Um, so he's getting a bit re- restless, because basically, where he's was born, he just got free range to just roam around and have fun. They didn't, like, stall them up so much. Which makes sense. Like, it's gotta be pretty messed up. It's, like, Imagine just having your dog in a crate 24 hours a day and bringing yeah. them out for an hour. Like, yeah, of course that dog is going to be absolutely insane when you bring yeah. him out of the crate. You know? Like... Yeah. I think he said at one point that they, like, uh, on Sundays they get to go out. And that's basically, like, it. Otherwise, unless they're being ridden or used, they mostly just hang out in their box all day. Which is annoying. I could Which is not. like, why don't you just turn them out and then if you need them, go get them. Yeah. Like, like if you leave them in the box at night and if you know at some point the next day you're going to need them, then like, okay, wait to let them out. Yeah. Whatever, you know? But like, just let them free reign. What are they going to do? Or even if you have just like a small paddock that you're just like, all right, here you go, guys. Like, have fun. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be a giant field. It can just be a little, like, turnout. And then yeah. you get to go hang out throughout the day. I know. I don't I don't get it. I really don't. Like, they could just, like, roam. Right? Where I rode when I was um, younger, like, the stalls did have doors. So, like, in really bad weather, you could close them. 
But pretty much it was just, like, they kept it open and the horse could go in and out as they wanted. And, like, they had their small little, like, it was like a little paddock. Um, But then, like, a lot of the times they get turned out into the bigger fields as well. But they did have that place to go to be, like, oh, if we want to be outside, we can be outside kind of thing. Which I thought was great. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I mean, again, I don't know much about horses, so... I feel like that, or even if you do, like, have them where they can't just go in and out of their stall just to be able to, throughout the day, you know, just take them out and put them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, let them have the day to just be out and about. Yeah, at least, like, a couple hours. Like, it's it's with, you know, people who have, like, active working dogs. Like, if you don't take them out running or something... For a few yeah. hours at least they're gonna like i mean most like huskies are always gonna be crazy that's just the rule huskies have <laughs> yeah. no chill you know but it's like them- um yeah it's like border collies and stuff need some kind of simulation whether it's mental or physical yeah and if not they just go absolutely insane yeah like that's one thing i thought like having a cat okay she's always gonna be lazy whatever but if i don't like actively play with her for at least an hour before bed then she's like insane when it comes to bedtime but you know now that we have like this bigger place she has a lot more places to roam so she spends a lot of time napping also a lot of time hunting lizards in the windows so she's working out more now but like i didn't understand when we first got her why she had so many zoomies just like sporadically and now i'm like oh it's because you didn't have as much room to roam around and play which yeah. I feel guilty about, but she has that. We have corrected that issue. So she's also a baby, so she's gonna get it yeah. no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But now that like she's learning tricks and stuff, she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Harley during the winter, we don't take him out hardly as much because it gets cold. Mm-hmm. If it's too cold, so he does a lot of mental things. We'll like put Kongs together or like stuff stuff in his bones or hide his bones. Mm-hmm. So he isn't running around, but he still gets that stimulation. Yeah. I got to get her a new cat tree, though, because her old one's, like, trashed. And I want to get her one to put in this window right here, because we have, like, a big space between our two desks. So I'm like, maybe just a little cat tree right there would be cute. But Yeah. Yeah. I got to go look at Chewy, because Chewy's, like, if you buy um, a cat tree from the pet store, they're, like, almost a hundred dollars but if you buy them from chewy they're like half the price nice and insane and they're like better chewy. quality yeah yeah so i'm like i would use chewy but um the food i feed him is only at tractor supply um, so i'm like i don't really use it much <laughs> yeah. I, I do I'm love like, it though i'm probably gonna get her food and her um litter on reorder through Chewy because now that Daniel and I share a car it's easier if it's just like shipped to our home instead of me always having to go out and get it but oh yeah when he was on a different food that's what I did but it was like twice as expensive as the one he's on now and with tractor supply literally like two minutes down the road yeah (laughs) it's like yeah I think we're gonna stick to the cheaper one (laughs) yeah I get her royal canaan because it's what I always gave my dog yeah she likes it so Yes, yeah. because she's like fancy cat. She gets fancy cat food. He has um four health, which is like one of like basically up there with like the top dog mm-hmm. food brands. 
But because it's only at Tractor Supply, it's like less than half the cost of most. Of them. And I'm like, I've never yes. been to a Tractor Supply, I don't think. It's weird. there's a lot. Everyone's always like surprised when they go there because they're like, oh, it's just like a tractor store. And it's like, yes, it has some parts for like you need to fix your tractor, but it also has dog food, cat food, um, treats and stuff for treats and toys for both, stuff for both. And then they do like seasonal stuff, uh, they have hardware, car stuff. We only have trailers. one in our area, and it's like five miles away. Um, I'm trying to think what else. They have like farm stuff. They have all kinds of different things. I know um, the tractor supply where I grew up had like baby chickens. Yep, they have chicken times. Uh, certain times a year, they'll have chicks in store that you can go get. Adorable. And I love the fact that they do the, um, the limits on them. Because, like, chickens are very, like, they need to be with other chickens. So, like, yeah. if you go in and they know that you don't have any, or, like, you've never been there before, they know you don't have any, uh, they'll only let you get, like, a minimum of, like, six or more, something like that. And I'm like, cool. yes. <laughs> they're they're awesome. Um, working there, I loved working at Tractor Supply. And uh, their number one seller, which was not expected is dog food huh yeah i mean i, I guess like, you're already going there like i'm assuming this is a, probably a lot of people who already have a farm probably go to tractor yeah. supply so if you're already there it's easier to just buy your dog food there yeah you know um also it's very much um because i was talking to them and where a lot of stores you know how they're like closing because people are doing a lot of online Tractor supplies are actually opening more because a lot of it is stuff that, like, if you need it, you need it usually that day. Yeah. So you want to go there. And so they were like, that's what it was like. And the one that I worked at was right down the road from a hospital. And you could always tell when the shift change happened because you'd get a ton of, like, nurses come in and buy, like, dog or cat food before going home. <laughs> nice. Like, it was on the same road as it, so it was, like, excellent. And then when I worked at Barnes & Noble, I told the store manager that I had worked there, and she goes, oh, I love going there. I'll go there on my way home and get my dog's food. And it's, like, adorable. it's one of those quick and easy, it's usually there that people can just go get the food or stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Love that. I mean... Whatever works, right? I heard a lot of people could do um, the wood pellets for cat litter instead of, like, yeah. normal cat litter because it's, like, $4 for a giant bag of it. Oh, yeah. They're, like, pretty big bags. Yeah. And if you buy the whole pallet, it's even cheaper. Jeez. I haven't <laughs> tried it personally just because, I don't know, no real reason. I just, I, I want to make sure it absorbs smell. I don't know how it absorbs smell. Could always try it. Yeah. And then go from there. I mean, and I if guess it works, like, then. Yeah, worse than source, it weighs like $4. Yeah. And depending on when you get it and whatnot. And tractor supply is good at, like, if your bag's ripped open and part of it's gone, they'll, like, comp you. They'll, like, give you money off. One thing working there, 
a lot of places, if you have to make any changes, they're like, oh, you got to get a manager approval. Mm -hmm. They're like, basically use your own, like... Judgment. Yeah. So if someone came up with a bag and it was ripped and some of the food was gone, because a lot of times it's not like it ripped in transit, it's (laughs) us putting it up on the shelf and it gets caught. Mm -hmm. So, like, we tape it out. So it's still fresh. Yeah. Um... People would come up and be like, "Ah, oh, this is ripped. And I'd be like, yep, I can give you like $5 off that. And they're like, oh, perfect. And like, that's what you're allowed to do. You didn't even need like manager approval, nice. which was, it was weird. Because <laughs> I was always expecting to always need it. And then they're like, yeah. oh, no, you're fine. Like, obviously don't give it to them for free, but, you know, work with them. And I'm like, yeah. What? Okay. Like, you trust your employees? Interesting. Right? Love that. Anyways, Black Beauty. (laughs) Um, We're at Ginger. Yeah, so we get to hear about Ginger. Turns out Ginger was separated from her mother literally immediately, um, which is not good. She Mm -hmm. was shown no love at all. Uh, Her old owner's super abusive. She ended up actually throwing a guy off of her because he kept trying to like mount her and treat her terribly um but at least like this new place she's come to they're treating her a lot nicer but she still like nips at them to show them who's boss which i don't blame her for at all yeah it's like when you're in a rough situation now you're in this new one like you're expecting them to be mean and I think it mentions at one point that she's like i bit one of the guys and instead of coming and beating me he came and brought me food and i was like yeah excuse me what (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) and so she's like i never nipped that guy again (laughs) yeah and it's like it's just that you know she was so mistreated that that's the first thought of Mm -hmm. get him away from me yeah and she did keep getting shoved into those headpieces that constrict your neck and make them the bearing ring yeah set up really straight and she said that when that happened like that was basically she was done so she was like i am gonna misbehave as much as i physically can to try and get this thing not on me which i do not blame her for at all i can only imagine the pain yeah that's being like okay you're gonna pull this thing but you have to be like straight as a board and you can't bend yeah. Okay, now go pull, pull it. And I'd be like, ow. It's like, hey, do yard work, but you gotta do it in heels. Yeah. And they gotta be at least six inches, and you gotta put a smile on your face all the time. Like, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Are you insane? No. Or, like, you have to tie a rod to your back and do your daily chores with your back completely straight. Yeah. All day. It's like, no. Ugh. Oh, just thinking about it, I'm like, ow. (laughs) Could you imagine if someone tried to tell you that's a new fashion trend? I'd be like, you can get wrecked. I am not doing that. Are you insane? I'd be like, cool. I don't like fashion anyway. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the worst part is like, yes, they have to keep their head up. But when they're pulling uphill, Mm -hmm. if you watch horses, they put their head down because they can put their weight better into it. Mm -hmm. So now they can't even put their weight into it. Because they have to have their head up. And it's like, 
I'd feel like I was gonna tip over backwards. Yeah. That like, just that makes me nauseous just thinking about it. Ah, uh, it's so horrid. Yeah. Uh, we do get a little backstory on Mary Legs. He's the one that's like always been well treated and Mm -hmm. uh teaches little kids how to ride but today my favorite thing is him being like yeah sometimes you gotta put them in their place and instead of like being violent about it he just like slips them off his back yeah because he's like a little mini pony so like they're not even far from the ground but i love that he's just like nope you're done yeah (laughs) get off me he's like you're he doesn't like kick him or bite him he's just like and you're done yeah feel the ground but you know, it's like probably super embarrassing. Yeah. Especially when he doesn't do it to the little girls. It's like the little boys that are visiting. Mm-hmm. And so the little girls are riding him around and they're like, oh yeah, yeehaw. And then the boys are on him and he's like, no, <laughs> get off. <laughs> yep. So we get to hear about another horse named Sir Oliver. And he has a short tail because he was abused. Uh, this is where I found out that horse tails are not just hair. I did not know that uh, there was anything in them. Oh yeah, there's a bone in them. Did not know that at all. Um, which makes sense because, you know, their tails like flick around and fly about. But like, I had no idea there was a bone in there. Mm-hmm. So was very surprised to learn that. Yep. And Oliver's got his that was uh, clipped. Yeah. They cut part of his bone off. It's like when you see those dogs that have like the little short tails and you find out their tails are not supposed to look like that. Australian Shepherds. Yeah, that's always astounding to me. And you see one that actually has a long tail and you're like, whoa. Or Doberman's ears. Yeah. They're not actually supposed to stick up straight they're actually quite floppy and adorable yeah i mean i love the up look and like if i ended up getting one that had it i'd be like okay but i'd do like everything to get one with floppy ears mm-hmm. and it's just it's sad it's like why yeah like i get if it's you know like bred to that point of Okay, now this animal has, like, a docked tail. Because mm-hmm. I know there's cats that are bred like that. They have, like, yeah. little tiny nubs. Yeah. It's like, okay, that would be fine. But you're literally going in when they're babies and taking it. Yeah. That's just awful. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, one of the things that that odd and unusual fest... There was um, some people who had like, lo- like wet specimens, which is like a animal in a jar kind of thing, mm-hmm. and one of them had puppy tails, and I was oh. like, oh! And my friends and I were talking. We're like, it's so sad, but we're like, and um, we got talking about it. We're like, well, I guess at least if uh, people are chopping off the tails, at least they're doing something with them. I mean, it's weird as hell, but it's like, yeah. we know this person didn't go out back and chop off his puppy tails. Like, yeah. He got them from probably a breeder that did it. And he's just like. I so don't sad. like it. 
I, I know. Like it at all. I like I, just, I, I get the animals in it, you know, like your animal passes or something, and you can just like uh preserve it mm-hmm. in like the West Fist. I get that. I'm like, but why the tails? Yeah, I don't like that. But I, I just I don't think you should like clip a puppy's tail. I don't think you should. No, just... and they are like so adorable too. Yeah. I don't like... get it. <laughs> yeah, and then we do learn about this horse having a friend that was a puppy, and all of the like little puppy tails come back bleeding because they got it clipped, and it hurts. It hurts my soul. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like <sighs> it's so sad, and they do it when they're so young that like you can't even really give them anything, mm-hmm. and they just kind of like have to like heal as they grow. And it's like, so by the time they're, like, eight weeks old, they don't even remember it. But it's, like, it's still so sad. I don't like it. It makes me sad. I don't either. I I didn't know Australian Shepherds had tails until I saw a photo of one. And it's so cute. It's, like, this big bushy tail. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Like, no. I want it. I want the tail. I know. I always want the tail. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like when they're clipped. Plus, no. I feel a little nubby tails. I'm like, ooh, what are you doing? It's definitely weird. Yeah. I mean, it's- I've I, I've known people who their dog's tails have broken, and it's actually easier to take the dog's tail. His yeah. dog's like wagging. Depending on how bad it is, it's easier just to take the tail. But I'm like, okay, yeah. that is obviously, Different. you know, that's like you crush your hand in a machine, and you can't they can't save your hand, kind of thing. Yeah. It's not, oh, this is cute. Let's clip it off. Yeah. Yeah, very different. Now I feel like mm-hmm. I need to hug my cat and kiss her little head and tell her. Right? I like just look up well. forever. <laughs> yeah. He's curled up and he's got his head on the pillow over there. <laughs> yeah. If you can guess it, Moon is 100% sleeping in her cactus right now. Amazing. Yeah. What a good kitty. Her, her cactus is so frumpy because I washed it because she uh, had tummy issues and uh shit all over it so i washed it and i didn't know it wasn't supposed to be washed so now like the foam is like collapsing a little bit on mm-hmm. the inside and it's like really frumpy and i'm like can we get our new one and dana's like i don't think we can like he's like i think she'd be upset if we got her a different one you just have to like get another one and set it next to it and then like slowly like if she has anything in it move things over or, like if there's a cushion in it move it over yeah. And then get her used to, like, the new one. And to, like, yeah. slowly acclimate her to it. I might have to, because, like, it's it's pretty frumpy. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, falling apart a little bit, but it's fine. If like, you got, like, won't... a cat tree, you could, like, take it and, like, pin she it in or something. Sew it into like it or something. S- she doesn't like to sleep in cat trees. Oh. Yeah, she only uses them as a perch to look out windows with. Adorable. Yeah, she's very specific. But, um, oh, so we do get Mary Legs basically telling uh, Ginger not to talk bad about men. And I'm like, um, listen, she can talk about men however she wants. She was mistreated. It's fine. <laughs> right? He's like, I don't like this topic. I'm going to change it. Yeah. And, and I'm like, do- oh, sorry. 
I'm like, I get it, but at the same time, buddy. Relax. Like, listen to it. Yeah. She can talk about however she wants. It was her mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. I do love seeing the owners reprimand everybody in town for mistreating their animals. I know. I love it. Squire Gordon for that. He's just yeah. like, ahem, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And like, he's so high up in like ranking that they're like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. Um, so a tree falls in their path and they have to go a different way. And then they are getting, then like they get to this hotel to stay the night. And uh, somehow the freaking barn lights on fire because this dude uh, smoked a pipe, I think, in hay like an idiot, as if that isn't just dry grass. Um, Oh, you skipped way ahead. Okay. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I thought we were at the bridge. (laughs) Oh, is that not the same thing? (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. I thought this was leading I was to that. I'm so confused. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. okay. All right, going back. Uh, the weather's trying to get bad. A tree falls in their path. Um, and so they have to take a different way. Black Lady senses that this bridge is like hot garbage. He's like, yeah, no, this bridge is fucked up, buddy. We're not crossing this. And he's like putting his feet down. He's not moving. And they're like, what is happening right now? Why are you not moving? And so they like actually strike him and they're like, come on, let's go. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Absolutely not. He like takes a couple steps forward and he's like, nah, dog, not moving. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes out and runs up to him and they're like, hey, stop. The bridge is broken. And then they're always like, oh, Black Beauty knew. Oh my God. Like he knew. Like, yeah, buddy. Like he, <laughs> he was not going to go. Animals have a lot of good instincts. And then it's just like, sometimes you need to listen to them. Because they can tell things that you don't. And I think people just like, are like, I just want this animal to do exactly what I say all the time. And it's like, uh, they're going to tell you when something's wrong. Obviously, they can't be like, hey, yo, something's wrong. But if you watch their body language... It'll show. Like, um, in places where you can get, like, hurricanes or tsunamis, I think, Mm -hmm. if you watch your animals, like, even if you have a tiny little hill in the middle of, like, your field, if all of your animals are suddenly on this little hill, time to go. (laughs) Yeah. They're getting to as high ground as they can, and it's like, okay... Yeah, our dog used to tell us when it would start raining because she'd like shake and then go curl up under the bed. And we're like, oh, it's going to start raining. Like she was yeah. our little weather channel. Um, so far, Moon does not tell me when it rains. So I just get sadly surprised. Um, <laughs> she is a fearless cat, but she does scream at me. I haven't figured out what it means yet, but it always means that she wants me to look her in the eyes. I always try and figure out, because he sometimes will do, like, a rough, but half the time it's at random stuff that is, like, that's your shadow, that's a fence post, that's (laughs) a hydrant on the side of the road, 
that's Boots. <laughs> that's the guard gnome that tipped over my guy. Like, so I always listen to him, but like half the time it's just random stuff like that. And it's like, oh my God, dude, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> he right did now, it to the chimney one time. Oh it was God. like, good lord. We're using her travel litter box right now. And like, we have a very hydrated cat. Okay. So she uh, uses the bathroom a lot. So she's in a small litter box because uh, we're still moving her stuff over. And her normal litter box, which is like a multi-cat litter box, mm-hmm. uh, is at our old apartment still. So the other day, she kept calling me into the bathroom. Like she'd meow and scream. And I'm like, what is happening? And she'd be like, buy her litter box. And she would just stare at me. I like leave out in the room. And she'd be like, And they just like stare at me at her litter box and then at me. And I'm like, okay, fine. I will clean up all of your shit. Even though I did it like two days ago, I will clean it again so that you can have a fresh litter box. You spoiled cat. So amazing. Yeah. She does a lot of just screaming in the bathroom when she wants things and then she'll just stand by them and wait. So that's Mm -hmm. been her indicator. Like, she will finish her breakfast and because we usually try and leave her bowl full at all times she will summon me into the bathroom and like look at me standing next to her bowl as if like hey asshole this is empty get it together yeah i have to dump more food for her and she's like okay we're fine now but like small inconveniences and she will summon me to just stare whatever is going on she's like i need you to see this if he's fussing but not his I need to use the bathroom fussing because he has a very specific thing he does for that you can tell him to show me and he'll take you to what he wants Mm -hmm. and it has been like lifesaver because like if he doesn't have water he'll go over to his bowls if he doesn't have food and he's hungry he'll go to his bowls Sometimes he just wants the food that we ate for lunch and uh, it's sitting on the stove and he'll take you to the stove and look at it. And it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> but he at least shows you. <laughs> yeah, I usually, Moonal, if she actually wants something, she'll like lead me over to it. But sometimes she just wants me to come see where she is because she woke up from a nap and I wasn't in the room anymore. And she's like, um, where are you? <laughs> I cannot do the searching myself. You need to come to me. So she'll like scream for me and I'll be like, you come here. You come here. And I'll like talk to her until she like gets to me and then she'll like rub against me. She'll be like, hey, mom, I found you. It's you. You're alive. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, cat. Like you just napped for like 10 minutes, but okay. Glad I I walked out of the room once. (laughs) You're all right. Yeah. Weird cat. Love her very much. <laughs> um, so then we do get uh, another chapter of a boy trying to jump a fence that's way too high for him. The horse knocks him off, as he should. Um, right into thorns, which is like... Very good. Karma. And whoever's riding B-Day, I can't remember, is just like, no, you stay in those. <laughs> I'm not helping you out. Yeah, very good. Very <laughs> and funny. I'm like, bless. <laughs> So through this like time at the new house, we have gotten the stable hand being James, 
He takes very good care of the horses. Someone's coming to the uh, to the people who own the house, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of James? Is he good?" And they're like, "Yeah, James is the best. Why?" And someone else wants to hire James now. I think it was like Squire's cousin or something, his wife's cousin or something. Yeah, it's so it's like older. in the same family. Yeah. Um, and it's like their old, their other groom is about to retire, so they want him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So James ends up getting hired, uh, but they do give him a bunch of riding lessons. One of these riding lessons is a 46 mile trip where they're going to have to stay at a hotel to go visit someone. So this is a hotel that. Uh, like, well, first we meet their, uh, stable hand who, like, is very good at cleaning horses, but he does it really fast, which James is like, what? And the dude's like, do you know how many horses I see a day? A lot. So. Yeah. He has gotten very good at his job. (laughs) Yeah. So then we get the fire. So someone is, like, smoking a pipe with hay, apparently, because, uh, this guy is dumb. And never bring a pipe or cigarettes or anything like that close to a barn. Common sense. You know, barns are usually wood. And also hay is just hay is very flammable. (laughs) Yeah. It's dumb. It's like, oh yeah, you know, this place is a barren wasteland that hasn't gotten any water. What if I just like lit it on fire? (laughs) Right? Like even like when they'd hang lanterns in it, they were so careful of like Making sure no fire could get out at all. Yeah. Because yeah. one little spark is the end of your barn. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then uh, this place, the stable lights up on fire. The guy that works there tries to, you know, let everybody, lo- all the horses loose. But I guess horses have this instinct to just stay put, which sucks. Um, yeah. They are so- very flight animals uh-huh. when it comes to fight or flight and obviously they don't know what's going on so their thing is like stay there um also if they don't trust you know there's a fire raging around them they're panicking they don't know where they go so that's their instinct of just stay there so if you're trying and trying to pull them out yeah they're gonna be like you're trying to pull me towards the flame my guy yeah. No. <laughs> I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, James comes in and is able to get Ginger and Black Beauty out of the fire, but all of the other horses burn to death, which is really sad. Yeah. Um. He, it's because he took a shirt or something and wrapped it over their eyes. Mm-hmm. So they no longer can see. So they're fully at your, like, mercy. You know, yeah. Um, so that was the way to do it because now, you know, they trust him and they can't see. So they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we gotta go. And yeah. horses are herd animals. And so they rely on their leader, usually a stallion, to lead. And so in that instance, he's kind of that leader of he blinds them and then takes them. And so they fully just go along. 
Honestly, what a legend James is. Right? Running into a burning building to get the horses. Yeah. What a guy. It's, to me, this reminds me of those people that don't take their animals when they're, like, evacuating. Mm -hmm. Like, James, never. He would always take every animal. Right. Because he's a legend. Yes. I can't imagine people, like, leaving their pet. Yeah. I think some of them got, it got to the point where it was, like, the barn full-on was collapsing on them. Yeah. It's like, you're not getting them out even if you go in at that point, which is so sad. Yeah. And I know, like, in James's thing, like, these other horses don't know him. They're not going to trust him. Yeah. I think it so. said a couple got out. It was, but the rest were there. Like, yeah. a couple other people did basically the same thing he did. But yeah. the majority, I think, were still. It's like. Sad. Yeah. More animals. So they go to a different hotel because obviously um, and at this new hotel one of the stable hands had heard about the fire and says that James must treat his horses very well for them to be so trusting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is kind of nice that this little part is put in there because for me who doesn't know anything about horses I did not understand why the horses were not leaving. So it's kind of nice that the author put that in so people like me also know what's going on. Um, so John kind of talks a bunch about like helping the other people. Um, and then we get to the point where James officially leaves. So then we get this scene of Black Beauty being awoken in the middle of the night and told to get ready and riding fast. So obviously Beauty knows something's wrong. Something is not going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that Mrs. Gordon is very, very ill and the doctors have to get there really fast. Otherwise she may die. Um, we obviously don't know what this illness is. It was probably just like something co- pretty common of the time, but yeah, I don't think it ever, like, really talks about it. I mean, the horse wouldn't know anyway. Yeah. I'm not, I don't feel like I have to know, so. No, um, it's, it's some. There's plenty of things that could do this to you, so. Yeah. So, Black Beauty sprints the entire way there, gets to the doctor. The doctor's like, yo, my horse uh, cannot go. Like, I have to take your horse back. And yeah, because he was Beauty, out doing things all day so his horse is like dead yeah <laughs> his horse needs the rest yeah so um you know now beauty's got to sprint the eight miles back and obviously he knows something's going on so he can't just like casually walk back and yeah. so he sprints back by the time he gets home he is like dead to the world you know yeah so that kid comes out and uh like Joe comes out and because he doesn't know that much about horses, he like cools him down. Cause obviously this horse is like very, very hot, um, mm. cools him down. And then he wants to like, make sure he stays cooled down. So he doesn't put a warm cloth on him or anything or dry him off. And this horse catches cold. Like beauty catches a cold. Yeah. Uh, and he's like he shaking. Very sick. So beauty, super ill. Uh, at this point when James gets, or not James, who's taking care of him? John. Yeah. John, yeah. John, when he walks the eight miles back home, he comes and checks on Beauty, and Beauty is like, 
has a fever, <laughs> shivering, shaking, not doing great. So James, after walking the entire way back, has to immediately like step into action, take care of Beauty, and help. Mm-hmm. Um, just to try and get him comfortable, dry him off. Which, like, I feel like Joe, if you don't know what you're doing, like, you should cool him off and then be like, okay, you chill out for a minute and, like, check on him, like, 20 minutes later and see if he's... St- like, if, if I didn't know what I was doing, I would be like, okay, I will cool you down. 20 minutes later, I'll come back and check on you again. Make sure you're cooled off, thinking that, like, okay, like, maybe this horse needs more attention or something. Yeah. And then, like, oh, oh my god, he's shivering and shaking. Maybe I'll just, like, put a blanket on you now. Yeah. Like, that would be my reaction. And just keep checking on him until James gets home and be like, here are the things I did. Yeah. What do I need to do? Or John gets home. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if he's sweaty, like, you would think, you know, kind of get some of that sweat off. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get it. I would have probably taken the same action, but what I would have done differently is check in. Yeah, exactly. But Joe, at this point, very upset because he feels like he is killing Beauty, which he isn't. He just gave him some illness and he thinks no one will ever forgive him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, ultimately, though, that gets resolved. And, you know, John kind of teaches him the ways because, it, I mean, this kid had only been on duty, like, one, maybe two days learning how to do this. Yeah, he has not been here very long at this point. And he's 14, yeah. I think. Yeah. So he's still, like, a kid trying to learn. Yeah. So things look better, though. You know, he's learning. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, some time passes. He's learned a lot more. He happens to see someone whipping his horses to death because they got stuck in the mud. So what does this kid do? Immediately goes with cops. Love that. As he should. He's like, hey, I will stand trial for this as well. This is not okay. He's such a good kid. Yeah, what a legend. It it helps that he is under, like, Squire Gordon and John because, like, Uh they're both so, like, animal rights. These horses deserve better. And so now he's getting it too. And it's like, yes, raise the next generation. (laughs) Exactly. It's very good. So yeah, this guy's going to go to prison for like two to three months, which is not enough time, but at least it's like learn the consequences, you know? Yeah. And this time anyway, like that wasn't a common thing to go to jail for. So like, yeah, that was excellent. Even that he got that little bit. And now it's like, sir. Yeah. No. Uh, It still should be even more than it is right now, but we're getting there. Yeah. Too slow, but (laughs) keep going. Yeah. And then, um, so we get to a point with getting, uh, like, Mrs. Gordon not doing well. They have to move to a warmer client to see if that climate to see if that'll help which is really sad so they have to sell off everything they own their family home everything just to like try to see if his wife can live so like i don't blame him at all for doing this he obviously has to do what's best for him and his family yeah this is one of those like it can't be 
it's not like, oh, we could get this other job in this other country. It's no, this may be the only thing keeping a family member alive. Yeah. This is something you kind of have to do at this point. Mm -hmm. And clearly they don't want to and are kind of dragging their feet a little about it, but. Yeah. And everyone's not happy. The hard part too is is they can't really move stuff over either. Like you yeah. basically can move yourself and a few precious belongings. Everything else you're going to have to sell. Yeah. Which and really sucks. Yeah. I think they are almost more sad about the horses than anything. Because they had to get yeah. rid of all of them. Yeah. At least Mary Legs went to the the kids he was bucking off. He went to that family. So it's yeah. like, you know he's in good hands. Mm-hmm. And they totally agreed that... They would never sell him. He'd live there until he dies. And it is just like, yeah, Wes, Mary Legs is getting the best life with kids still. And just, he'll live a good little life. Yeah, so basically, John is trying to get Ginger and Beauty to this family they think is going to take good care of them. um, But... You know, he's dropping him off. He's also running late for the train because he's got to catch the train to get to wherever they're moving. And he's like, hey, they are not used to the, what is it called? The bearing rain. bearing rain. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they are not used to it. I do not recommend putting it on them. And they're like, well, they're going to kind of have to get used to it because the lady of the house, like, requires it. He's like, I would not recommend it. He's like, the ginger, she will fight you if you try and do that. I do not recommend doing it, but I really Mm -hmm. have to go. That's like the last piece of advice I can give. And so, you know, he leaves. I don't necessarily blame him for not doing more. So it's really, they're stuck in a rock in a hard place. These are the best people that he could probably find. Yeah, and they were supposed to be great people, like... The squire knew them and stuff, and I think the yeah. mistress knew them too, and so they were like, oh, they'll be good here. And besides the lady of the house, yeah. it sounds like the majority of them do care for the horses. Yeah. Like, it's the just... the mister says, I remember says at one point, he was like, tells the groom, why don't you stand up to her? And the groom's like... Uh, your wife. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't realize I could. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't like, think I would. Yeah. Besides her, the groom and the guy seem to take decent care of them. Yeah. So, yeah, we find out these people are very about fashion. At least they kind of seem to be going slowly about it, but like. Beauty is slowly. Struggling. Yeah. Well, like at first they do. They're yeah. Like slowly trying to work beauty into it and ginger into it. Um, but yeah, ginger fights. She's like, okay, if they don't do any more, I'll be fine. And the lady in the house is like, I want their heads straight up and down right now. And so they're like, well, shit. Okay. I guess we will do that then. So they tighten black beauty first he's upset but he doesn't really know what to do about it ginger on the other hand though is like yeah no i'm done i'm done i'm over it she's like had they not gone any further i would have been like fine i can deal with this but they tightened it so she cannot move at all and she's like yeah no not handling it she fights them she ends up kicking beauty they like 
become a scene, an absolute scene. So yeah, everybody's got to be unstrapped. They had to put Ginger like away. They also had to put Beauty away because now he has to be addressed for injury. The lady cannot go to this fancy dinner party she wanted to go to for her friend. And Good. Like, yeah, the people <laughs> in the stables are like, yeah, as she deserves, pretty much. Yeah. Agreed. I also think she shouldn't go if you treat animals that terribly. I right. Charlie get like super comfortable with like his arms failing. That was adorable. Oh yeah, he's he's upside down at this point. You can kind of see. A little feet, that. back feeties here, the tummy. Oh. <laughs> so good. But yeah, as she deserves, but they have all decided Ginger will not be pulling a carriage again, so at least she'll probably be treated better. Yeah, she becomes like a uh, uh, steeplechase horse. Um, so she participates in like it's basically like the hunt kind of, but it's yeah. on a course and you have jumps and they like, it's like a horse yeah. race, but with jumps is basically yeah. what it is. So that's what she's going to be, which I feel like <sighs> it's what I want to say is past what we've been through. So I'm like, I can't, <laughs> um, but for her energy, it seems like a good thing. Like, you know, her spirit and stuff that feels like it would be a good thing for her yeah but i didn't say the thing good we'll talk about it next week yes (laughs) um but then we are introduced to lady Anne. lady Anne has been riding beauty and she but her cousin has been riding this horse named lizzie and even um Ginger's like, yeah, Lizzie's a very nervous horse. Like, do not recommend. So, you know, all if this happens- Ginger is like that, you know yeah. it's bad. Yeah. When Ginger is normally the one that's the one acting out, uh-huh. um, her- she's mostly out of rage, though. But, like, if she's like, mm, yeah, uh, this horse has got some issues, uh, yeah. you know that it's uh, <laughs> something. Yeah, so, you know... Beauty and Lizzie with Lady Anne and her cousin are going out riding. The cousin's like, I would not recommend you mount Lizzie. And she's like, if you can ride Lizzie, I can ride Lizzie. Which I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I girl power. Love that. But you are riding side saddle. Yeah, for one, that's like, kudos to anyone who can ride side saddle. Because that is like... Couldn't be me. Terrifying. Um... I prefer to have both legs on either side of the horse. I don't care yeah. if I'm bareback or in a saddle, but there's a leg on either side. Yeah. No, thank you. Side saddle, you're both on one side. You're just going to, like, yeet off. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, kudos to anyone off. who can do it, because y'all are awesome. Um, but I'm like, and she's used to beauty, who is very, obviously, desensitized, gentle, yeah. And yeah. he knows, he's like, I'm not going to do anything to hurt this person. Yeah. And he is very aware of the rider on his back. Whether, like, you know, if they're more experienced, he knows he can have a little more yeehaw on him. Yeah. And if it's someone like Lady Anne, he's like, okay, I have to be a good little pony. Do whatever la, she la, la, asks. La, la, la. I need to be very careful because, like, this is very precious lady. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she knows like nothing about writing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's one that you'd put your kid on, basically, yeah. because he's so just like, ah, oh, yes, I must protect this little writer. Like we'll have a fun little time, a fun little journey. Yeah, we'll go places. It'll be great. Like and they were. Lizzie's- yeah, Lizzie's just like. Psycho. I, I was just yeah. gonna say, like, when they were the Squire Gordon, uh, he always carried the lady of the house. And because he was just so, like, gentle. They, you know, he's one that you go to and you know you can trust to put anyone on this horse and it will be fine. Isn't Squire Gordon the owner? Did you mean Mary Legs? No, I mean, like, Squire Gordon's wife would ride beauty. Oh, okay. The kids would ride, like, um, one would ride Mary Legs and one would ride, I think it was Sir Oliver, I think he yeah. said. Um, and he'd ride Ginger because he's obviously most experienced rider. Mm-hmm. But he'd put the the wife on Beauty because he's like, I know I can trust her on this horse. Yeah. Like, this horse isn't going to do anything to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But, um... Yeah, so while they're out on in the town, Lizzie's just hanging out with Beauty as, you know, the cousin gets off and delivers a package. And some guy's carriage is going, like, crazy because he keeps, like, whipping his horse and his horse accidentally, like, touches Lizzie. I don't think he even, like, does anything to hurt her, but I think he, like, brushes past her and freaks her out. Yeah. And so she sprints for two miles Two yeah. miles. That is an overreaction if I've ever heard one. Two miles. So she sprints out of town through like random places and then jumps over a hurdle and drops Lady Anne on the ground and keeps going. Mm-hmm. Like, how long are you going to run for, buddy? Like, holy crap. Yeah. That, that's why I said horses are flighty. Yeah. Um, And also, like, when they're already scared, like, all it would take is, like, Lady Anne's dress hitting her weird to be like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. Um, but I love that oh, Beauty, yeah. as soon as Lizzie took off, was like, hey, dude, you're gonna come back out. He's neighing for the guy inside. Yeah. Like, hey, wait a minute. He's like, <laughs> Sir. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we got He's problems. Like, we, have an, <laughs> we have an issue here. We gotta go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and Beauty, like, takes off and is chasing behind her. Oh my god. And then, yeah, we find out at the end, Lady Anne is not dead. She is quite injured, but not dead, which is Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. uh, Falling off a horse can be very detrimental. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you land wrong. Mm -hmm. One thing when I was riding, the first, one of the first things I learned after, like, some of the basics was if you're falling off, try and turn your butt and your back to the ground. Because if you try okay. to reach out with an arm or a leg, you can break them. That makes sense. And then obviously you want to keep your head up as much mm-hmm. as you can, because you're kind of getting yeeted off. Yeah. Especially if it, like, stops and you go over its head. Mm-hmm. Your head's obviously... You're going head first, so... Helmets That's are very sense. good. I won't judge anyone who doesn't wear a helmet, but please wear a helmet when you're riding. <laughs> please protect I, I mean- your nal- noggin. I have um, a, like, skiing helmet for when I go on my scooter because it can go, like, 30 miles an hour. I can honestly go more. But, uh, yeah, 
we do not mess around. We always wear helmets. And people yeah. are like, oh, you look silly. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> You think I care? No. Yeah. The I, no, I do not care. Full on always wear a helmet when riding. I think I've only not worn one a couple times, but mm-hmm. I was just like riding the pony around like bareback or something and like just walking. But even then, there's always that chance. Um, but like even nowadays, they're making helmets that look like other hats. So you can have it and it looks like you're just wearing like a cowboy hat or like just a regular hat. Yeah. So like, wear your helmet, please, people. We we want you to live. <laughs> yeah, my helmet has like Bluetooth music into it. So Yeah. Like, I can, like take phone helmets are fun, but it keeps you safe no matter what you're doing, whether you're scootering or skateboarding, riding. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. like when we go snowmobiling, helmet. Yes. Like literally. Friends, helmets save lives. <laughs> exactly. Please. But, yeah, it's definitely good that she did not die because that was a fall and a half that she did. Especially getting thrown off over a jump like that. Mm -hmm. Ma'am, you should be dead, but bless that you're not. Yeah, so very happy that she's fine. Everything's fine. But that is all we have for this week. Nova, where can the people of the internet find you and your stuff? Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at Novasaurus Rex with two X's. Uh, I have a link tree that pretty much links everything together. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But we will catch you all in the next episode. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>